Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Did an STI test the other day. I don't have any STIs, which is surprising, as I am very irresponsible. (laughs) But it could have come. I was like, I got the results like mid my flow of like feeling shit this weekend. And I was like, at least I don't have an STI. Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest indeed. Our guest today is Christiana Maxion. Dubai, Dubai's dating matchmaker, Christiana, created an account dating in Dubai where she documented dates and funny Tinder disasters in the city we call home, which has led to the launch of her business, Maxion Solutions, specializing in top tier matchmaking and dating coaching native New Yorker and all-round awesome human being. Uh, she is rerouting the blueprint of the Dubai dating verse, which I love that line, by the way. I think it's so great. Welcome to Love Bites. Thank you so much, Fee and Laura, for having me. And I know, like, so tomorrow, I mean, you've been on my podcast, Fiona, and it comes out, like, this week. So I'm so excited that I'm able to come on your podcast. We can continue the conversation about dating in Dubai. I think it's probably... You're very welcome, it's sweetheart. It's probably one of our <laughs> most interesting topics and asked topics because it's just something that both Laura and I have been very uh, ingrained in and so many of our listeners have. Um, what I would be great to kind of start off with is, I guess, like, your story. Like, ha- um, one, I would love to know, like, how and why you started the Dating in Dubai Instagram because I think that's kind of where it kicked off from. And you were kind of, like... From what I know, like you were kind of the first person that actually like shone a light on Dubai dating in quite like a humorous way. And then how did it kind of lead into then you becoming a dating coach and matchmaker? Okay, so I actually started the Instagram account dating in Dubai in COVID. I think I started like March or April of 2020. This is when we were in lockdown and where most people were forced to be on dating apps. I found the whole concept of a Zoom date absolutely ridiculous. And because we actually had like more time at home and probably less work because we're working from home, you spent more time on the app because you're trying to make that human connection with people. And 
I just found dating in Dubai on the app so incredibly hilarious. And it was like a way to connect with other females, other males about their experience. And instead of feeling like alone in the whole dating in Dubai situation, it was a way to like poke fun at it. And it's quite funny because it started off as like a comedic account. And then people started asking me for advice. So then I did research, I did my studies, I became a dating coach, and now I'm a top tier matchmaker. And I'm so happy that that happened and that it evolved into this business because it's something I'm truly, truly passionate about. And I always say this, I love love. So that's like my number one like driver in this. So then how did you make it into a business? You know, where in your trajectory took it from a fun Instagram account? Dubai can be like, the pits in dating right we've all I mean you you term it as hilarious some term it as absolutely traumatizing um and everything in between there's a lot of love to be had in Dubai and I love the fact that you took to Instagram and made the channel I think you Mm -hmm. will have hit home with a lot of people how did then that become a business Yeah, so actually, the first thing that I had done was start a podcast about dating in Dubai, inviting people on, really letting them know more about my story, where I moved from New York to the UAE in a relationship, had an extremely traumatic experience through the breakup, but kind of like built myself up. And then from there, like I said, like people were asking me about dating advice and all of this, because I think they were just trying to make a connection. And I've always had a really practical view on dating where I could see both sides Mm -hmm. of the coin. Mm -hmm. And then after, like I said, I did my research, my studies, dating coach, matchmaker. And now this is the six months I've been in since my business has gone public. And it has absolutely boomed. The first magazine I was in was Cosmopolitan Magazine only two weeks after I went public. And then everything Uh just started pouring in. So I'm so happy with all of the success that I've had here because I really think that there are so many quality people here in Dubai. They're just missing one another. And I want to be that bridge that connects them. Um, Just quickly interlude. Can you guys both turn your cameras off? (laughs) Because you're not uploading properly. (laughs) Sorry. I think what, um, just a quick one. I think you hit a word that is very describes you quite well in terms of your uh, approach to dating you're very practical and I think that that's something that's so integral in like a dating coach or a kind of matchmaker and we'll come on to that in a second because even when you and I had that conversation um on your podcast where we spoke for like an hour and then also discussed continuously after on the street I think that your practical approach I think is really great for people here because Obviously, unlike in a UK or Ireland or the US, there's not an abundance of choice. So we can't, avo- we can't in some way, I'm gonna, sound, I'm gonna say something, but I don't mean it badly. We can't afford to like romanticize <laughs> too much. We have to be practical and be like, right, these are the steps that I need to take. And I think that you're quite, you're probably quite good at that. And also whenever you've spoken to me and given me advice, you're very matter of fact about things. Do you, um, in terms of like, matchmaking in terms of like practicalities how do you do that how does that whole thing work like what do you look at in terms of qualities or what the person's looking for like how would you match mm-hmm. someone together it's like how would you like i'm i'm on i'm i'm now on your database what would you how Yay. would you then match me with someone if i was looking for someone just because it's easier because everyone knows me now yeah so 
<laughs> yeah, so basically, like going back to what you were saying in terms of being practical, another approach that I like to say, and I want to coin this term, empower dating. I love that. <laughs> where basically, like, I, yeah, where I work with my clients, both matchmaking clients, dating coach clients, and I talk a lot about being attend to yourself in terms of that you, you create this confidence, you think about all the successes that you've had in your life, all the accomplishments, because when you hold yourself on a pedestal, you're able to see the red and the green flags better. And especially, yes, uh, yeah, and what's so important too is direction in mm. dating, right? Like, what are your goals? Because when you think about anything that you want to accomplish in your life, there needs to be like an endpoint or a goal that you're trying to reach. And when you have that clear goal in your mind, then it's easier to have that direction in dating and find an ideal partner for yourself. Mm -hmm. But yes, okay, wait, let's go yeah, matchmaking. I want to know. Flipping it. <laughs> so matchmaking i what i do with all of my clients the clients that come to me that want that personalized experience where i match them uh with potential uh partners is we do a compatibility code and this code is like based in science but also like based in kind of like this knack i have for it and how i think people will line up of course like when you work with men physical is super important to yeah. them definitely mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i think that for the most part people usually have similar values unless like you get religion or nationality involved in, in that people are usually searching for similar personalities but the way that i really match and put you on a date is i look at your hobbies and your habits because mm. when you look at those like the hobbies the interests you have are you an early riser? Uh, do you have a nine to five? Or are you an entrepreneur? And trying to match that way, because that's how you build a life with somebody, rather mm -hmm. than just thinking about living a lifestyle with someone. I love that. Love it. So you really go deep as well, because I can just imagine, um, especially in Dubai, and I don't want to be generalist at all, but okay. it's a city that is engrossed by physicality. It's a mm -hmm. city that loves the superficial that loves a certain lifestyle and of course people run very deep but you know let's be honest it, it does um it does produce a, a certain type of person do you find that when people come to you they they want in large part a man with money a man with a su success a woman with big tits and blonde hair like how superficial are people really tell us the truth oh goodness you know what's funny that i've found in my line of work is that usually the correlation is the more money you have the more difficult of a client you are oh really how come yeah. as in like the, the, the more the higher your spec of partner or tell me yes. about that i'm engrossed yes. Meaning that, so um, I, I get a lot of men that come to me because mm -hmm. I, have, I have a huge database of women, but I do also match make women. It just depends on like what they're looking for. But anyway, so the men that come to me are usually men that um, are super successful in their business because I do charge a certain fee. So in order for them to reach that fee, they have, have to have a certain amount of money, right? So anyway, mm -hmm. when they come to me, and it's very funny because if they're a guy who has a lot of coin in their pocket, they only focus on the physical. Yeah. And they put yeah. such, such emphasis on that. And I do have to like coach them out of that. Like I understand that. So men fall in love through their eyes and they fall in love within the first three days, right? They're very visual. Mm -hmm. 
women, it takes us about 13, 14, 15 dates, and we fall in love between our ears, right? That emotional, intellectual connection. So what I do with the guys that I have that are super specific, like they'll give me an age range of five years. They'll tell me how tall they need to be. They tell me what color eyes, what color hair, what kind of body type they want. And I say, okay, are you looking for a partner or are you looking for a, can, can I say? Oh my God, you can here? say fuck, you can say, uh, you can yeah. say okay. cunt, <laughs> like it's fine, we're good. Okay, okay. So, so I do ask them, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, are you looking for a partner or are you looking for a sex doll? This one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I can, I like, like I can help you with either, <laughs> but if you're looking for a long-term partner, then you need to drop this massive emphasis on here and trust me in my experience and what I've done and all the success that I've had, that I will match you with somebody who's going to build, who's gonna be a good partner for you basically. So I, I do get a lot of pushback from the guys, but I just say, I'm like, trust me. And I'm telling you it works. And you said it something works. really okay. funny to me because you said to me, a lot of women, the first quality, quote unquote quality, that they oh, ask no. for is that yeah. they're tall. <laughs> and obviously we all know my yeah. love for a tall man. And you said to me when we were walking on the street, girl, tall isn't gonna pay the bills. And I'm yeah. like, you know what, you are right. No. <laughs> so it, it's really funny because like, so when, when women fill out like their confidential profile on my database and I ask like which qualities they're looking for and exactly what you said, Faith, they put tall as like the first one. And like, it makes me laugh because tall only goes so far yes i can see if you're thinking about it from like a genetics like biological perspective but like i said tall doesn't pay the bills tall doesn't take care of you when you're sick tall doesn't do so many other things so i think that it's really important to be open-minded on the physical because i think you're really cutting yourself off to somebody who might be an excellent ideal match for you if they don't if they're not above six feet yeah that's very I need to get okay. that in my head. <laughs> well, actually, so on the point of empower dating, I would actually, so I'd like to get your view on something. So I had a um, yeah. <clears throat> really great chat with you on Monday and I left there feeling so motivated and I was like, yes, feel great. Then what has happened is I basically nosedived into probably my worst mental health low I've had to date so i know i'm okay okay? i'm okay god you should have seen me on friday it ain't good but what i want to also get your thoughts on what has happened so a lot of people know me obviously from this podcast that i like gone on loads of dates and shagged loads of guys did an sti test the other day i don't have any stis which is surprising as i am very irresponsible (laughs) but it could have come i was like i got the results like mid my flow of like feeling shit this weekend and i was like at least i don't have an sti anyway so basically i had this uh i was seeing this guy i told you about him people know about him i didn't really talk about it on the podcast but i talked about it when it ended and instead of kind of processing the emotions of me feeling sad about it i went oh yeah i'm fine and i do this a lot where i go yeah i'm fine Mm -hmm. and then i did that and then i met you and then i thought to myself oh yeah i'm fine and then i can only then what happened was what i can only describe as a sex festival as my housemates flick the beanie described it where I basically then just had shitloads of sex with 
than to men. And um, one of them was this guy that I told you, Christiana, who had supposed to go on a date with me and then he said he was seeing someone and then came back and you were like hell no but I entertained it ended up going for a coffee with him which turned into sex I don't know how that happens and then the uh Fee, what did I tell you I about know coffee? I basically I basically <laughs> ignored all your rules coffee and sex on the first date yeah. so that was that then the second guy was this oh this was terrible I basically went on my first Raya date and it was this this Danish yeah. guy and he was staying at the St. Regis and I basically went over to him to his hotel room, again, completely ignoring your your any kind of rule. And um, he would totally catfish me. He was like, like just so different from his pictures. I then got really drunk, ends up sleeping with him. Then I got home and then the next day I basically was like, what the hell am I doing? And I basically had like a super low where I was like, instead of being sad about a situation, I've basically gone and distracted myself and made myself feel worse. So my question to you would be, shout out to our sponsors, El Couture, the female founded, female run athleisure brand. Fiona, I am obsessed with the new Revive collection. It is giving me such 80s vibes. So it comes in three colors a beautiful turquoise, a fuchsia pink and a grey, high-waisted leggings which I love to avoid the belly flump and the bra is one-shouldered with the most stunning back detail. I'm going to order all three colours. Honestly, they are so fit. I would totally wear this on a date, by the way, like a coffee date or a breakfast date. Why not? Let's be comfortable on our dates, people. Sure. And we have an amazing exclusive discount code of 20% using our code LOVEBITES20, applicable on full-time price items only. It can be used online or in the store. There are two stores in Dubai, one on our Wassel Road and one on the beach opposite JBR. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, you get free express global shipping with all taxes covered by El Couture. And there's also an incredible four hour express delivery from purchases in Dubai, which I used on the weekend actually when I bought my sister the Serenity Seamless Bra because she saw my Instagram and I influenced her. Never thought I could do that. <laughs> Love it. So thank you so much to our amazing sponsors, El Couture. So my question to you would be, what do I need to do to like rebuild myself to be in a place where I can feel comfortable with dating again because my issue is also that I'm very scared of my feelings I'm scared of feeling sad whereas I know that I should just feel it and then I'll be fine so what 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 would your advice be in terms or like how would you coach me into the next kind of phase yeah well first I'm going to uh put a rule on you okay <laughs> and you need to follow this rule no matter what is that you shouldn't sleep with somebody mm -hmm. unless they've earned it from you. And earning it can be like many different things, but I always say that you need to make an intellectual, emotional connection with somebody before sleeping with them, because then it just makes the sex so much better when you do reach that level. And this person has gotten to get to know you, you get to know them, you're making these connections in other ways that the physical is 10 times better. Okay. But now I'm going to coach you through the sadness part. What you need to do, and this is something I do with all of my clients, is with like session one of dating coaching, we do a dating download. 
And what we do is we choose two significant relationships in your life, as well as the most recent one. And the most recent one can be a situationship, maybe something like this Danish guy or the, one of the other guys we were speaking on. And you make, basically I have this chart. And we talk about, okay, when you met this person, how long the relationship was, what was your initial attraction to them? We also talk about the pros, the cons, and the reason for the split. And what we do then, the reason why we're doing this is to see any patterns in your dating history with these three relationships. And what's important to do is to get out those cons and to look at that list and say, I will no longer attract a man who. Now, for example, one of my recent clients was talking a lot about, or we saw the patterns in a lack of communication. And then we move on and we look at the pros column and we say, I will only attract men who, and then we look at all of those pros. Oh, he's a gentleman. Um, he's a communicator. He's this, he's that. And we use this to move forward in dating in a positive way. But in what you also need to do is you need to write letters to all three of these men. <laughs> I know obviously you're not going to send it to them. This is like, just, just like, <laughs> It's really just an exercise, but you write letters to them, thanking them for showing you what you're no longer attracted to and thanking them for that and for the things that you were attracted to with them. And once you've done that and it's, you get to read it out loud, so it's not just writing it, you have to read it out loud. You can do whatever you want with it after, burn it, throw it out, rip it up, whatever you want. This will start the healing process of getting back on track to letting those relationships go and really realizing some things like maybe the inputs that you had in that relationship. And it's going to be emotional, but it's definitely an excellent exercise. You know, to do moving you're forward. not the first person that said to me that I should write my feelings down. So I do think that it is something, it's a really good way of, mm-hmm. I'm just going on with my email. It's a really, really good way of um, processing emotions. And um, I think, I definitely have found, (laughs) excuse my email, um, that I have a pattern with doing this sex festival behavior because I've done it with both exes of mine that I broke Mm -hmm. up with. I've been upset about instead of sitting in the feelings and processing and writing the letter and whatnot, I've gone, I'm fine. And then I've just shagged everything. Well, it's, it's much easier to do that, right? Then it's act- it's going to be hard when you sit down and you sit with the feelings, you let them go. It's going to be emotional. And like I mentioned before, I have all of my clients, not only do they write the letter, they have to email it to me and then they have to read it that's to me out God, loud. That's intense. <laughs> and it's, it is. No, it's super intense, but I'm yeah. telling you, you have so many breakthroughs. Do you know what, Fiona? Um, sorry to hear you're feeling like that, sweetheart, because... I mean, I, I really didn't, I didn't know and that I hate that feeling. It just makes you feel like shit. The thing is, you know, we have talked ad nauseum before about really sitting with your feelings and like letting, letting yourself go through the motions. Um, and I just sort of feel that when you don't deal with them and you don't, you essentially block them out, you know, the set, the likes of the sex festival does okay. occur and there's no judgment there. You did exactly what you had to do. It's just, you know, post event, it doesn't sit well with you and you then have to, you know, make a little bit of an action plan. And I think the letters mm, and the letters that. and things are great. I think that's such a useful 
tool in one's dating arsenal and I was even thinking about an ex-relationship that I had and actually even x amount of years later writing a letter would be such a cathartic way to get your feelings I don't know if you do this Christiana but I Uh would we're all as humans guilty of living in the past we'll pick a moment that happened 15 20 years ago in a relationship five years ago and we ruminate Mm -hmm. on it and we're back in the moment and quite often we go back to that really negative thing that happened and I find that I'll think about my ex who was the most whilst he was an extremely skilled lawyer his communication skills were non-existent and I always go back to this time Mm -hmm. that we're on the sofa and I just outpour my emotion I think for for half an hour I'm pleading with him please I need you to help me I need you to communicate with me I need you to talk to me I need you to tell me I need you to come out of your shell and it was his turn to then talk and he literally turned away from me and turned on the golf on the TV and I literally in that moment felt like I could smash my head off a wall because I didn't even get a reply of oh for god's sake Laura you know or it's too much or I don't agree or it was I was met by a tsunami of silence and I find that I go back to that moment again Mm -hmm. and again and again and I want to slap him but I also want to slap myself for staying in a relationship that promoted that yes and I feel like that letter if I actually sat down and wrote the emotions and how it makes me feel I wouldn't then Mm -hmm. feel the need to constantly go back to that moment I I totally agree, Laura. And I think also like with the letter, like it is going to be an emotional process, but it's also important that at the end, you're thanking them for whatever it is that happened in that relationship that led you to something better. So for example, like my ex, like I would never, ever have lived in the UAE without him. So I always thank him every day for bringing me I think it's a really brilliant bit of advice that we actually all can live by. Um, whether you're in a relationship or you're or you're looking for love or you're dating, I think there's always an, an ex. Um, it could even be a person, a friend, a family member that kind of has an emotional control over you that you always go back to that point. And I think that letter is excellent. I'm actually going to do that tonight oh, over a glass of wine. I'm going to do that for sure. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. And then you should. And Laura, another thing. So Fiona and I, we met up right before this uh, to just have a chat. And one of the things that we were talking about, which um, kind of got brought up in, in your story, is when you have to tell somebody exactly mm. what you need versus them just doing it inherently, um, I, I don't think then you two are a good match in terms of the way that either of you expresses yeah. love to one another. Maybe your love languages yeah. aren't aligned. And we were also talking about yeah. effort, right? And in terms of like how how much can you tell somebody exactly what you need in terms of there was this little quote by Stephen Bartlett maybe a couple of weeks ago and he said if you force somebody to do something they'll do it at first but then when you back off they're going to do what they yeah. want and I found that like that just hit home so much so it's like how much can you or how many times can you tell somebody exactly what you need and then they still mm-hmm. don't do it 
Well, but you know what? I sort of feel that that it's it's very poignant. It was my birthday yesterday, and I my my boyfriend is honestly Christiana. He is the sum of all my manifestations. Whilst my yeah, he's amazing. Oh, Whilst my ex. And again, I'm not pissing my ex. My ex was actually a great man, a lovely mm-hmm. man, just troubled and had a lot of shit to work through. And he kind of dragged me to a place that I didn't really want to go. And um, when I envisaged mm-hmm. my perfect partner, it two things really came up to me. Um, a really soft natured, open communicator and, um, that that aspect and also mm-hmm. somebody that everything was just free and easy and organic and flowing with um I felt with my ex there was yeah. resistance everywhere I would say right he would say left I would say go and he would say no everything was a fucking mm-hmm. like everything was just so fraught a battle a battle Every, if the it's smallest thing like i had yeah. a mental breakdown mm-hmm. in dubai mall one day because he wanted to go right and i wanted to go left it was and i blew up but of course that was the tip of the iceberg anyways with my boyfriend now he is mm-hmm. all, he is just a, an embodiment of a beautiful person inside and out here's the thing he wouldn't be somebody that would make a big effort in terms of the big things right maybe they're little things maybe you'll listen to this and think Laura they're actually not the big things at all you're you need to reframe but it was my birthday yesterday and um you know mm-hmm. I kind of didn't he doesn't make too much of an effort like Christmas birthdays you know I have to remind him to go go get me a card um I haven't been feeling great of recent <laughs> and I'm like I would really love it if you could like do something nice for my birthday now the poor bastard did end up coming Mm -hmm. down with covid but before that he went out and got me like a couple of balloons and he got me a necklace and i swear i don't want to come across as ungrateful but like it's a necklace that i would never wear um it's not something that he was like if you don't like it like (laughs) you know we can absolutely return it and when i opened the box i thought i can either pretend to like this necklace <laughs> or I could just acknowledge the fact that I don't like it and can we please return it and he was like no 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 that's absolutely fine we'll return it no issue but inside I was like why could you not just have asked me what I want why could you not have just made a little bit more of an effort I've been hinting about things all all week all month I need new trainers I need yeah. new stuff for like Dubai I would like x y and z and he kind of didn't listen and I kind of felt frustrated is this something that is okay is it something that we can work together with or would you say this is something that really needs attention 1000 no 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 what 1000 okay you, you could work through that it sounds to me like what one of your love languages or a top one for you is yeah. gift giving and receiving that's what it sounds like to me and it, it's actually it, it's one of my top ones too so I think that for a guy who maybe that's yeah. not his love language or he's never experienced that in the past, you do have yeah. to be upfront with it in terms of like, I know you said you were dropping hints, 
you know what though sometimes yeah. some boys literally just need like links links to yeah. like these are and my I, I really I've, I've now kind of lambasted myself because I'm essentially expecting him to read my mind I think with him I need to be so direct yeah. and send him a list and say this is what I want mm -hmm. because he is so giving in so many yeah. other ways he just doesn't you know he doesn't see the point in buying a card. He doesn't really see the point in buying a gift. Yet I love buying gifts. I love mm -hmm. receiving gifts. Like I have to be honest, it's a really nice thing. Um, my yeah. ex was a great gift giver. Like I would have gotten a designer handbag. Mm -hmm. He would have taken me away to the Maldives. But I would have probably been in the Maldives feeling like the loneliest person in the world. So... I'm trying to like balance that in my own mind because of course he's an amazing guy. He just needs a little bit of assistance in like the gift department. He just, yeah. He just he just needs a little a little push, a little nudge, I'll say. A little nudge yeah. in the right direction. Because yeah, th this is probably something very new to him and in a way that he's never experienced expressing that love or receiving mm -hmm. that love. For example, I, I used to date this guy that, so I'm very much like that. I love giving gifts. I love receiving gifts. And I remember like I, I used to get this guy little things that, that would like remind me of him and this and that. And it's almost like he ignored it and he wasn't appreciative of it when uh when I felt really bad about that. Because I was like, wow, I'm putting in all this effort. He doesn't even care. But that wasn't his love language. So I had to learn what his love language was and then when we were open with that communication, we yeah, had a better sure. relationship. So important, the love I language. I can totally see that. Um, I'm just going to move on to our letter because I actually think it will, yes. it's very, um, it's very, it's very on yeah. point for you. Um, so, hi Finn Laura, I'm single living in Dubai, no need to say anymore. I hate the apps, Ofs, who doesn't, but I'm still on them. <laughs> Fee gave some tips on how to get a date from an app, but what's the best way for real life? I'm a bit terrified of just walking up to a guy. Is that really the only way? What are your thoughts on that? Okay, well, firstly, I'm such like a big advocate for delete the apps. Like Dubai is so open. There's always something going on. I know that yeah. you and I, Fee, were having a conversation about this because you were saying that you don't really like to go out much. But there are so many different ways and different places to meet somebody. Are you a person that's an entrepreneur? Do you work in like WeWork spaces? Um, do you go for like a reading at the weekend in terms of like you get go to the cafe? And a way to attract a person, no matter what kind of like setting you're in, I would say is to always look, look at them and smile. And you do it twice. And you do it like in a row so that they get the hint. And if that person, like, what you have to do is just open the door for them. So that gives them the hint that the door is slightly open. And then they either approach you or they don't. And usually, I mean, or what I tell myself is that if a guy doesn't approach after that, <laughs> I okay, love that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and then, then that keeps you positive. That keeps you positive in the game. But um, we you, know, are... you and I were at a place last or earlier this week. And I told you that what I had done with a guy that I found like really, really attractive. Uh, it was kind of like a WeWork space. I wrote my name. I put, hi, my name's Christiana, the girl in the leopard pants. Here's my phone number. And then I dropped it on his laptop when he went to the restroom and I left. And yeah, this, we made a connection. This 
honestly made my day because we were in this workspace and I'd seen this like super hot guy and we were going to do it but he was when we walked back he was in a meeting we were like damn but like I love that and I'm desperate to do it but I think you're going to have to be with me because I don't think I could do it on my own I'd like I completely chicken out but isn't that such a good way like I know it's a bit like I know it can be seen as a bit like whatever cheesy or whatnot but who cares like we gotta try I always like I always say on this podcast, you got to try it. Like, I mean, look, I ha- had a podcast about this, uh, you know, mm-hmm. how to be a filthy bitch when I was, um, you know, talking about sending videos of myself masturbating to a guy. And I've never done that before. But I was like, you know what? you got to try. It might float your boat. Who knows? <laughs> and if it's going to get you to, like, you know, speak to someone, I know you're, like, probably dying. I, I just, <laughs> some shit I've done. And Christiana didn't even want to say sex in I know. the beginning. For God's sake. No, Laura, it was so hard. Because obviously, like on Christiana's podcast, because it's very ours is like you know we talk we talk about Dubai, but not really. Like it's not all all about Dubai dating. Whereas obviously, Christiana says I wasn't able to say sex. We had to say romantic mm-hmm. or intimate, and I found it really difficult. There were so many times I was like about to say like bang or something, and I had to be like, and I was intimate with him. It was really tough, but I think that's such a good method, Christiana. No, sorry, no, carry sweetheart. on. I love yeah. that advice because I. Mm-hmm. I again maybe I am over romanticizing Dubai since I left but I just think that whilst it can be a clusterfuck uh <laughs> the dating scene it's so fun it's so open and there's so much opportunity there are hundreds of restaurants and bars that are open every single night of the mm-hmm. week that doesn't happen in many other cities around the world um there are there's a constant stream of new people coming and going I just think it's such a fun place and I think for the most part people are very open to making new connections. I think it's a city full of people that are a lot more receptive to those connections and you know what if you put yourself out there and if a guy is married then so what you know what that happens it's all in good humour if they're not interested also that's fine I just think it's a really, really fun place yeah. and I really encourage people, if you're in Dubai, if you're in Ireland, if you're in the UK, if you're anywhere around the world, just make an effort to get yourself out more than you usually would. And when you're out in a bar or a club or a restaurant or a park or a co-working space, lift your head from your table, detract your energy from the the people that you're with and just look outside of your group make eye contact and why not go up to somebody and say hi what's the crack you know do you come here often or have a wing woman like me that will happily go up to a guy on the other side of the bar that you find attractive and I will go over and say guys this is the crack I'm the wing woman are you single because my friend across the bar thinks you're hot and can we make this work? And it has worked for yes. me so often. It's you know, worked a treat. Yes, exactly. And back to like the leaving your number, like I always have a pen in my purse, no matter what. 
because I actually think it brings mm. back the spark of dating. And I, I think it's a, like much more, I think it's sexier to like drop your number on somebody and then leave the bar or leave the restaurant or whatever. And what I usually do is, because I mean, as you can tell, I do this quite often, but what I usually do is I will get the receipt from um, the waiter or whatever. I'll write my name on it. I'll put my phone number. And before I leave, I'll tell the waiter to drop it at the person's <gasps> oh, table. Oh, you are that so slick. Oh, that is slick. You are so slick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like rocking up in a bar like my friend yeah. Fancy. Oh, my God. And you're there like dr- having a waiter <laughs> drop your number into the lap of some tall, dark and handsome stranger. You are so class. Christiana. I feel like, do you know what? Yeah, it is it's so and sexy, and I, sexy. I really liked what you just said. Um, so we need to wrap up in a sec. I actually don't know how long we've got on for because we had to do two recording, but I really like what you said about it brings the kind of <laughs> what do you say something about bringing bringing dating back? Because I feel like we're so stuck. The spark, we're so stuck. On yeah, our the spark, the spark um, of dating. And I know yeah. it seems a bit like old school. It yeah. seems a bit like movie, but why the fuck not? Those lines were written in those yeah. movies because it was the spark. Yes, and yes, why yes. not? We should try this. I also feel like, Christiana, you'd be a really good wing woman. I feel like you and I need to go for wine. <laughs> Do you know what, Chris? Yeah. Well, well, Sorry, you know, no, please, you go ahead, yeah, you go no. ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say that another thing that I offer as my dating coaching with the Dubai clients I have is a wing woman night. No I'll way. Go and I'll help you. Yeah, I'll help you oh, pick up some guys. So much Why fun. not? Or girls. <laughs> I love oh, that. Awesome. Right, we must do that because I feel like when I'm back from my... Uh, cleanse trip yeah, can, Fiona can you please do that together and then report back on yeah. how that goes that would be amazing yeah because yeah, I feel like do you know what Christiana, it is also... I... sorry Laura no you go for anybody <laughs> listening it's really annoying right because there's three cameras and we can usually see each other's faces so we can read like visual cues but now there's no camera so we're just like <laughs> waiting around for somebody to speak or not speak yeah Fiona, you go ahead. <laughs> i'll jump in after. well i was gonna say like it's um it's a really interesting thing this wing woman thing because like for example a lot of the time when you're going out with friends that are either mm-hmm. in relationships they don't really want to like pick up guys or whatever because that's not why they're there obviously it's not like you're going out to go and pick up a guy but sometimes you're like oh should we go and yeah. like go out because you know we kind of want to meet some hot guys but sometimes when you go out with a single girlfriend who also is like you know a friend like a friend or you know you're probably both embarrassed like at least you're like facilitating that like unless you know you're going out with like a single girlfriend that really doesn't mind going up and being like the wing person but you know that's quite hard to find a lot of girls like I would be embarrassed even me like I'm pretty like confident like socially but I would still feel a little embarrassed to go up to a guy like I really have tried but I'd need like 70 drinks yeah well, that's, that's I love my that. job. That's why I'm here. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, how, how has the feedback been, um, Christiana? Because I love, I extol the virtues of a setup like more than anybody else. So I've set up quite a few friends. They've got married and have had kids. And people are like, what, like wh- how do you make that happen? I don't know about you, but I get a real feel for people. And, you know, especially their like mm-hmm. core values and things like that. And also their personalities. You just kind of know who's going to, to jail. I have, um, yeah. uh-huh. I have been set up 
like my ex even though I it sounds like I'm like shitting all over the relationship we had many 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 years of a um semi-healthy relationship um we were set up mm-hmm. uh, uh my boyfriend that I'm with now we were the result of a setup I freaking love a setup I just think it is the way forward for so many reasons has the feedback for the most part being positive or are people still a bit funny about it so I have an over 80% success rate as a matchmaker here in Dubai and what it is like exactly what you're saying Laura you either have a knack yeah. for it or you don't and it seems like you have a knack for maybe it. maybe, maybe I'd love to <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing because it's not really common in most cultures. I think in the South Asian culture, it's really common, the matchmaking. Uh, If you're from North America, um, I know I have clients that are from Australia as well that have come and like sought me out. Um, I have a lot of American clients, like I mentioned. I think that um, if you're new to the whole process, you're going to be super skeptical about it. But if you're a person that just trust the process and goes with it. I think that's why I've had so much success because I'm actually really picky about who I choose to work with as a client. And I really choose the people that trust the process and put all of, not like all the beans in my bag, <laughs> but basically are like, leave it up to me, like leave it up to me. And are like, I trust you, you got this, just set me up. On and the what date. do Let's you define as success? Yeah. So, you know, I get this asked, I get asked this a lot because I think in 2022, you can write any relationship that you want. And for some people, marriage isn't a goal. For some people, children isn't a goal. My job is to introduce you to somebody that you're interested in and that you continue a relationship with. So the way that it works is you buy a certain number of matches. And what has historically happened in my company is that you really like the first or the second person that I set you up on a date with. I'll put you again on a second date. And then from there, you guys take it from there. And I have only had one client from that come back and say, actually, it didn't work out with this person. Can I get my oh, other wow. uh, okay. matches? Because the matches never expire. So yeah. if somebody is listening, male or female, in Dubai, how does it work? Mm-hmm. Yes. So like I mentioned, you come to me and there's a certain number of matches that you can purchase and dependent. So dependent on the number of matches, like I said, they never expire. You can always come back for them. Even if let's say you really get on with the first person I put you on a date with. I have strict rules in terms of there's no sex on the first date and there's no exchange of contact information. Because I actually plan and book all of the dates. I manage the communication between you two. I get feedback from both parties. If it's a yes on both parts, I set you up on a second date. If it's a yes again after that, you guys take okay. it from there. So in terms of the fees involved, mm-hmm. who pays the fee? Yeah. Is it one or both? Or how does that work? Okay. It depends. So usually men come to me for matchmaking, but like I mentioned earlier is that I do have some female clients uh, that I do take on if I know that they're a person that I can match because I really care about love and I don't just want like a thousand clients and then you come to me and then it doesn't work out. Like I actually care about pairing together the right people. 
So if I know that you're a person who's going to trust the process, then yes, I okay. take you on as a client. And how many people are like currently in your database? Oh, I have over 70 okay. people in my database And you hand right select now. everybody, like, w have you turned people away? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I turn I turn people away because like I mentioned earlier in terms of when I ask like what kind of qualities are you looking for in a person and when I when I see that people write rich or I'm looking for a sugar daddy or I'm looking for a sugar mama no because my num my tagline that I use is that I help men repel gold diggers and women attract their ideal partner so if that's the kind of mentality that you have then yeah I, I, I love define that. your love application. It. Thank you. I'm going to have to wrap this up. We get, This is also another thing. We could have just carried on forever. I feel like we have so much more to uncover. I have so much questions, Fiona. Why stop? I know. Sorry. Listen, that was that was awesome. You've given us so much to think about. We'll do a part two. And I just feel two. like I really, really, <laughs> the most I ever I take away from our chat that we had when I was on your podcast and today is the empowered uh, dating I think is something that is so important um, and also direction dating like you gotta know your yeah. goals um, and those are my two biggest takeaways because I definitely am someone and I know a lot of people resonate with this as well with me I flail around with no direction and I am not empowered in myself so Takeaway from that. All yeah, all the everyone's the same. Christiana, where can people find you? Where can people yeah. find you on social media, website, tell us? Yeah. Yes, so I am on Instagram at Christiana.maction.matchmaker. And also if anybody wants to apply to the database or is interested in dating, coaching, or matchmaking, you can go to my website, www.christianamaction.com. That's M-A-X-I-O-N. And yeah, just give me a shout and I can help you love rewrite that. your love life. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. That was brilliant. Have a lovely evening. Thank See you, you ladies, for having me. Bye.